Miss Five Six Seven Eight Dances Report Podcast. Choose to spend my time wisely. Don't care if you like me. Only champagne in this bubble bath. I ain't getting wound up. I just turn the sound off. Once somebody clash with my zodiac. We don't gotta be friends. I won't take no offense. If you don't really like me, keep it to your psyche. I don't wanna be all up in that. My mama taught me my manners. You get more sugar than spice. I don't have to bend over backward to say something nice. Thank you, thank you for everything you do for me. Every little What up, what up, y'all? This is Miss 5678, and you are now tuning into season two of the Dancers Report. And I'm lucky, I'm blessed, I'm excited because I finally get her on here. Her name is Mina, and uh, she is an excellent dancer, excellent choreographer uh, throughout the city. Um, and I'm excited because um, shout out to my bestie, my sister, Frenchie, for referring her because she uh, believes in her. And you know, that's that's one thing that we got to have is somebody who believes in us and uh, shows us more, uh, more than just what we know. So I'm excited that I get the opportunity to stop you and talk to you. <laughs> um, I know. I know. I was like, oh, man, <laughs> when am I going to catch her? Because she, she busy. She busy as I don't know what. Um, so before I start, I usually do like a daily mood check-in and that's just like to check the mood, check your, you know, where you are. And like, because I don't get to stop you, you know, in passing and say hello and catch up. Um, this is the best thing for, for us just to kind of put everything in our day in perspective. So the daily mood check-in, uh, looks like this and I'll kick it off so you can kind of get the feel for it. It's one thing that made me happy, one thing that made me sad, bad, sad, mad, or bothered, or indifferent. And this morning, I woke up um, very, um, very, um, you know, uh, in the posture of gratitude and um, and grateful. Um, the same word, grateful, meaning I was able to wake up and see another day, see my daughter off to school. Um, and then I got the opportunity to even to, you know, plan, prepare, um, and do the things that I want to do. You know what I mean? And um, and make a difference in the um, in someone else. You know. Um, and I think the only thing <clears throat> that's making me sad before I went to sleep is um, just still thinking about Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the other passengers that in their final moments of what that you know, that fearful moment was like, and just, um, I think the last thing that I read was that when they found them, um, Kobe was still holding onto his daughter, and I wow. tried to remember, you know, um, that, you know, today is today, and that's all we have, and, you know, we can only hope for tomorrow, um, but you only have, you know, a day, so you have to live as if it's the last one, 
And so, you know, I love my daughter. I pray for her. And I want to see her do everything that she desires. And, and some of the things that she desires, I want to, I have to remind myself, you know, to co- continue to protect her, pray for her uh, so that if she doesn't see the sight, I have it, you know, and you can kind of, you know, keep her, you know, sometimes it's okay to um, uh, hold back if you don't feel in your spirit that you should be certain places, hold back from going or, or you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's okay to do that. And I, I think a lot of times we don't uh, listen to that still voice. Uh, we don't listen to the Holy Spirit. We don't listen to that intuition that we have. And um, right. it just made me more like aware. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and just, so that's the sad part is like, you know, getting getting more in alignment and in tune with, you know, our most high so that when I am making decisions, I'm making them from a particular place that, you know, I, it's a, it's a sound and an educated and, you know, space of like, okay, you know, what am I feeling? And you know, what, what do I hear? You know what I mean? Like, so just those yeah. things I put in perspective, um, not to get all deep on you this morning, you know, <laughs> no, um, that was a word, honey. And I needed that word, you know, like I, I, literally. Yes. So what was one thing that, um, made you happy today? And one thing that, you, so, so it started off and, you know, um, one thing that's made you bothered, sad, mad, bothered, or indifferent? Mm. I think one thing that's made me happy is uh, seeing the growth in my students. I was teaching last night, and, you know, after I finish teaching, I go home and I always sit down and I'm kind of like, what can I do differently? What can I do better? But, you know, I think yesterday, it really, like, we had a clicking moment. Me and one of my students were working on a piece, and I think that was really something that made me happy because I'm starting to see the growth and that's what it's all about like you know we teach so that our students will grow we teach so that our students can reach levels that we haven't reached yet ourselves you know and seeing it right before my eyes it makes me proud because I'm still young myself so the fact that I'm making a difference in a younger person's life it makes me happy um definitely one thing uh the Kobe Bryant thing is extremely sad absolutely like I work in a Boston public schools Mm -hmm. so We've been having to, like, have whole conversations on it and calm students down because he's meant a lot of, to a lot of people in their lives and stuff like that. I was actually at dance rehearsal when the news about his passing went around on the Internet and on social media and all those news outlets, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you sure? Right. And then only a few minutes later to find out that his daughter passed as well. Right. That was devastating. 13 yeah. years old, like... Mm-hmm. You know, that's my daughter's age. And she's, like, very impressionable um, right now because she's, you know, she's into basketball. And that's what she's got her eyes mm-hmm. and her, her mind focused on is, you know, her basketball or her track. You know what I mean? So so basketball right now is, like, everything's about basketball, you know? And I think, like, right. that just kind of messed her up, you know, about her the daughter. You know what I mean? So I just, you know, continue to lift them up in prayer, continue to lift them up period you know what i mean because i'm well i'm also fasting too so so it's just mm. it's just tough right now like you know you you're you're interceding people to pray for them and um and i can feel every thing you know i can feel everything so it's very exhausting so my days are my days are like you know i could go and do one class and be tired tired like like come home right. like showered in the bed like I- i'm tired you know what i mean 
And um, I don't know. It's just it's a different time. Twenty twenty is so different. Um, it's delicate. It's delicate. You know what I mean. So we have to utilize it. Right. Mental exhaustion though is a lot heavier than physical. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'll say that for sure. I mean, well, you know, big ups to you for being in this in in place in the school system because, like I said, I think we need us more than anything more so than ever you know what i mean and thank god you're in place um and you're teaching these students um it's not just about dance because i know a lot of people think oh yeah you teach dance that's good you you teaching in school how good and it's never really (laughs) about dance yo it really is about like life (laughs) you know what i'm saying like i'm i teach in about three different schools and they're all different um i would say that you know in in the schools that where the kids look like me, it's more of a life lesson. You know what I mean? And, and when I go to the schools where there's not really a worry on where your next meal is coming from or where money's at and there's a, you know, there's, you know, their life is good. Um, it's more about making sure you remember and having gratitude about life being good. You know what I mean? So we dance like that, you know? Right. And then you right. have another place where everything seems good, family's good. Um, but you know, fun and joy is missing because it's not there. You know what I mean? So I have to bring that there. You know what I mean? So, you know, everybody's going through something. And it just, and then when you take five steps back and you look at it all, not everybody's going through the same, everything, everybody's not always in a, in a space of, um, in the same place. So you have to, uh, assess where you are. And it's a hard thing to do when you're a, a teacher, especially a dance instructor, because you don't know why people come to you for dance. You don't know what you're right. doing there. I mean, I mean, I know, I've known for a very long time, you know, that I'm supposed to uh, be an encourager and an inspirer and a person and using dance as the, as what God would, would say, the decoy. That's the decoy. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and that's just, you know, I know that about myself. So I, 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 I walk real, um, gracious with that and and i'm you know i'm grateful about it so i'm glad that you're in the schools because they get to receive so much more than just dance you know and it's also shaping you little do you know honestly you know so so for for everyone um, go ahead go ahead sorry sorry go ahead no it's just i'm very big on like, you have to give me an emotion. You have to give me an expression when you dance. And to try and make the kids understand it, like, before I begin teaching a piece, whether it's contemporary or hip-hop or anything, like, it's like, okay, this is what the story we're trying to tell. And how do we relate what the singer is singing and what I want you to tell to your everyday life? Because I feel like that's the only way they're going to be able to give me that true feeling is if they can relate it to something. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you going through this week? What's hard? Math is hard for you. Okay, your teacher's on your back. You and your mom are arguing this week. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like with the students that look like you and I, they have a lot that's going on and they're just letting it out. And then they're able to then turn it around and push it through their dance. Mm-hmm. This summer I had the opportunity to teach at the North at some ballet school in North Reading. And those students didn't look like me, but like you say, it's shaping me too, because I'm having to like now 
jump into their lives and say, okay, well, what you view as a problem, Mm -hmm. I may not view as a problem, but it's real to you. So we're going to take those real emotions that you feel. Mm -hmm. And I still need you to do the same thing. That's right. I need you to push it through your dance. That's right. So they they taught me a lot, too, because I'm like, okay, yep. All right, you wanted a car for your birthday and you didn't get that car. And how did that make you feel? Let's put it in this dance. Like, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, yeah. I talk to, when I have to come, back in the day, like, that's a lot of the times that, that's a, that's a lot of what I used to do. They used to call me and be like, Chanel, we got this competition coming up. We need you to come in. We need you to see, look at the routine. And then, um, you know, tell us, you know, give, give us some feedback. They used to call me a cleanup lady. And I go there and yes. I clean it up. And I would say this. I mean, I, I know from when I was young, you know, cheerleading was like the biggest thing that I was involved in. When it came to before dance, like I used to dance, but like cheerleading was my main thing. And I remember right. being the only black cheerleader at, you know, at Medford High um, in the very beginning. You were a Mecca student? Nah, we just went there. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And so we would we would compete all over. And, you know, a lot of the times, you know, I, I didn't have like, um, you know, street woes. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have all those things because we right. lived in Medford. It was different. But um, anything I was feeling, you know, family-wise, emotion-wise, um, um, racially, you know, because I was, it was a, there was a, 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 a different ratio con- con- compared to what, you know, I, I was the only one. So those, sometimes mm. those intimidations and, and those frustrations, I would put them all into cheerleading. And I'm going to tell you, like, my coach, shout out to Cheryl Passanato. I always bring her up. I love her. Lisa Evangelista. I, I, like, y'all are, y'all are amazing. Um, if I hadn't had those two coaches to tell me, like, don't look at that. Look at this routine. Look at this cheerleading, um, this, this competition cheer, this competition um, dance. Look at these stunts and look at these this tumbling. Focus and put every last energy. So, like, anytime... You know, someone made me upset or or because my father was in Kuwait most of the time. Like, he lived and worked in Kuwait. So I missed him. Mm-hmm. So I would be like, all right, I'm going to do this this competition for him. Or I'd do it for my mom. Or I'd do it for, you know what I'm saying? Like, or I would do it for girls who look like me who couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I just had a different outlook on how I was going to be on that on that mat or that stage. And now, when it's time for me to perform, I always remember, okay, I got to do it for this. I got to do it for that. And when I had my daughter, it became something even more different. Like, it's like, baby needs some shoes. Like, baby, the light's about to get cut off. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm performing like it's my last time. You know, and I, and then as I got, became more... Um, you know, in the, in the kingdom, like working in, you know, working in, you know, like in the church and like really moving, um, in the church and stuff like that. And that, that my life had changed and shifted for, you know, for, for greater, it was different even then. Like, and now it's like, you know, he gave you this, what you going to do with it? Like you, right. you better be grateful that you got this. Cause not everybody got it. So what you going to do with it? Like, so now it's like, a whole nother ball game. Like my gratitude stays on the on the stage. Like, you know, who am I teaching? You know, who who's gonna who's taking this away? Who out in there in the in this crowd 
um, needs to receive this. So am I, I'm, if he gave it to me, I'm giving him halfway? Nah. You know what I mean? Like, so that's how I look at right. it. Like, I do it like it's, and, 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 you know, it's not every day is the same, you know? Like, not every day you're going to feel like you want to do it, but that's the best time to push through. You know, that's the best time to actually push through. So, Mina, who is Mina? You know what I'm saying? Because first of all, you got Mina Mondays. <laughs> Period. <laughs> who's, who's Mina? So, Mina, or, well, let's start with Mina Monday. This Mina Monday, I guess, is me, like the authentic me. And it started back in like 2015 when I was still in college. And it was just like, you know, I'm so tired of everybody like doing Man Crush Monday or Women Crush Wednesday. Like, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to do Mina Mondays and I'm just going to turn it into a day where I just celebrate me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And people were like, oh, that's so selfish. You know, you get the negative remarks. First they hate, then they copy. And I've seen it like... A, a many different versions of oh this is my day to celebrate me mm -hmm. and I thought it was cute because of the whole alliteration Mina and Monday and it just worked it stuck and eventually people were walking up to me like girl I can't wait to your next Mina Monday post mm -hmm. and I was really just like talking trash or like posting what I found was funny or like posting pictures of me or using it as an opportunity to show choreography that I was working on like the week prior or whatever I was doing with my dance team in college at the time and it's up like here we are in 2020 and people are like oh happy me to monday like it's like a thing now and i love it like i love that everybody's like supporting me something i just started off as something for me and like people are like latching on to it like yeah girl happy me to monday what are you doing this monday mm -hmm. what are you gonna post and i love that so it's kind of like my i wouldn't say my alter ego because i am myself all the time but like it's just a way for me to express myself through any lens i want to whether it be a quote a video, dancing, anything, you know? And the cool thing about it is you're showing people how to celebrate themselves. Facts. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't know how so to do that. Important. They don't know how to so do it. Important. They just be like, I don't know. <laughs> what, mm -hmm. what What is celebrating me, you know? Right. And you're, sh you're showing younger girls to do it, too. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So who, who, is, who is Mina in terms of dance? When we when we lay this foundation down, foremost. we talk about this dancers report. We talk yeah. about our dance scene. Where's Mina and where she, where does she fit in? Because you come from a bloodline of uh you know authentic authenticity, if that's a word. Yep. First and foremost, I'm always a student. I wear many hats, but that student hat is like the most important one to me. I love learning. I love learning different styles, learning from different people, you know, even things that are challenging for me. I love learning it, going home, practicing it, trying to get it as best as I can. Um, as you know, I grew up in Miss Andrea's dance school, the Roxbury Center for the Performing Arts. Amen. That was like, that was my second home. Like I would walk there. I was there every day in high school. I loved it. I was in everybody's class just because I wanted to learn everything. And when I turned 16, around that time, she didn't have, like, a hip-hop teacher. And this is back when, like, So You Think You Can Dance was on TV, and I would, like, sit in my kitchen and watch it. And I would go on YouTube, and I would watch all these dance videos over and over again when I was, like, in high school and stuff. So I said to Sandra, I was like, you know, I was like, do you think I could teach hip-hop? And she was like, oh, I don't know, Mina. Like, she's like, 
I, there's going to be a lot of work, you know, you're going to be teaching kids who are your age. She's like, I don't know, Mina. And I was, I know, just like, just give me a chance. Because, you know me, I, mm-hmm. I was blessed with the gift of gab. Like, I'm not, if I could talk myself into an opportunity, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and she gave me that chance. Thank God she gave me that one chance. And ever since then, it's just been, girl, she gave me one class. And they were 10 years old. And we put in work. Oh my God, we, I was like, come on guys, like, this is it. Like, we're going to do this. And surprisingly, like, they stunk. It was like hard at first because some parents were like, oh, I don't want my kid being taught by a kid. And what makes her worth being my daughter's dance teacher? I'm paying for this class. But then when that number hit the recital, I really had, I really proved myself. And the next year she kept giving me more classes and I was just, I was loving it. I was loving the fact that I had an opportunity to express how, I view dance and how I like hear music and how, you know, my expression. And honestly, I tell her all the time, like, if you didn't give me that opportunity, Miss Andrea, like, I don't think I would be teaching anywhere. Like, it's true. You, know, you just need one person to tell you yes, and then them doors just keep coming. Since then, I've taught at different community centers, different dance schools. Like I told you, I was just in North Reading this summer. Like North Reading. That's amazing. Now, yeah, thanks to my sister Frenchie. I love her so much. Oh my god, she's such an inspiration. Man, listen. If I tell you the story on how I met her, you only know it's God for real. You okay. Know? Yeah, listen. That that young lady, that beautiful woman, that beautiful mom and sister and friend right? and auntie. Hyper up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God mommy, you know? Um yes. Oh, man, she just changed my life, man. She came in it. She changed it for the better. <laughs> Literally. She came in it. She changed it. And she and she added to for the better. And then I gained a brother. And he added to. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and then I have, like, two beautiful nieces and a godson. You know, my, my nephew. Like, Jackie, what's up? You know? <laughs> And, you know, so her mom, her dad, everybody, like, her whole family is, like, lit. I love them, you know? And her sister Myra's a beast. Yo, her sister Myra's can, Myra can dance, you understand? Like, for real, yep. for real. Like, man, listen, Myra's a beast, yo. You don't know, like, yes. listen, and listen. You, you, listen, I, I see talent, right? I see talent all over the world. I done seen talent everywhere I go. I see talent, right? And people, you know, contact me from all over to bring, you know, help with their their artists or their their dancer or whatever. And I watch my I watch talent like this, like, and I don't even call it talent because they have a gift. You know what I mean? It's different when you have a gift. Anybody can be taught right. to talent. Okay, you can have a little something, but when you have a gift, the gift is that you change people's lives. Talent yes. is you you have a you you make an impact, but you know you're impressionable and that's it. But when you have a gift, you change people's lives. Let me tell you something about them too. I watch and I'm like, dang. I first look at their lineage, like who is dancing in their family. Like, you know, their mom doesn't really dance, their father doesn't really dance. So where did they get all this gift? You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's how you know they're special. When you just right. get that. And and not only that, like, I have an artist I work with. Shout out to MKX. His mom, you know, she used to dance a bit with Jeanette Neal, but she that wasn't her. 
that wasn't her her life you know she wasn't trying to be the a star dancer you know what i mean um and the father yeah. doesn't dance and neither and the father and the mother don't sing but if you were to hear his him and his sister sing you'd be like oh my god they like where where they get this from you know what i mean and that's how you know right. they have a gift versus talent you know what i mean they play several different instruments so like i look at that like and then when you look back even further take a look take a step back they crossed my path i'm like yo if it wasn't for frenny we I, we went and went on a, a world of journeys you know what i'm saying you know i think i believe she was put in my in my path to like show me where god is you know what i mean in a way like mm-hmm. So I just, you know what I mean? I'm grateful. I don't want to start crying. Hello. Oh, Lord. Keep it together. Yeah, get, pull it together, together Chanel. But, I, you we know, I just, when, you, when you look at it from that lens and you look at it from, from that perspective, like, you, you just be like, thank you, God. You know what I mean? Thank you for right. putting these people in my life. Um, you know, and you, 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 look at, you look at friendship differently. You look at sisterhood differently. So definitely, with your background, what are your dance backgrounds and what's your cultural background too? So my, my dad is Honduran, so I'm half Honduran. Um, my grandmother, all of them, they speak Spanish. I don't really speak Spanish. I'm not as in touch with that side of my life, you know, mm-hmm. but I do appreciate it. And I do, you know, respect it. Anything Caribbean, anything Hispanic, I'm very much into it. But that's me culturally. My mom doesn't dance. My dad doesn't dance. Um, my cousin actually was dancing at Miss Andrea's years ago. And my mom just wanted us to do something. Like, we would run around the house and all that foolishness. So she's like, no, like, I'm going to keep you guys busy. She put us in dance when me and my sister, I was six and my sister was seven. And we just loved it. Like, we stuck to it. Like, when we were growing up, that was punishment. Like, oh, you want to act up? You can't go to dance. And we would, like, cry. Like, (laughs) not like, oh, you want to act up? I'm taking your cell phone because we didn't have cell phones or whatever. Like, it's like, if you want to act up, you're not going to dance. Nope, you can stay here. And we would, like, cry. Like, no, mommy, please. Like, we'll be better. And she was like, all right. And she would take us to dance. I know. That's right. And, okay. I just, I continue dance. Like, I would always joke about it. Like, dance is like my boyfriend. Like, it's the only thing that I've been consistent with. Like, only thing I can stick to. Only thing I'm faithful to. When I went to college, I was, like, obviously nervous. I'm moving out of Boston. I'm going to college. Like, this is big people things. And I was like, listen, like, if I find a dance team, I'll be fine. All I got to do is find a dance team. And sure enough, I found a dance team. And they were like, oh, my God, wow. Like, thanks, guys. It was scary, though, because college dance is different from dancing in a dance school it sure is it sure is yep and then this year i auditioned for funk phenomenon and i made it and even that is different from college dance so it's like i'm just trying to overcome all of these obstacles and rise to the occasions and exceed expectations um recently wyatt i don't know i can't remember his last name but i'm not sure why it is big big up to wyatt yes sir yes at bethel he's at bethel Bethel, uh-huh. oh my God, he is he he is inspirational. Like to watch, to amen. To he came to Miss Andrea's dance school because she has her production coming up, and he really said to the students, he says, "As dancers, we tell each other, I see you working.' 
we don't want to tell you good job because then that makes you become comfortable with what you just did. So we say, I see you working so that way you're always working harder. That's you're right. always getting better. You're always improving. And I'm just sitting here like, oh my God, like I need to take notes. This is amazing. Professor, teach me. Like, and it's just like that, that really sat with me. So now I'm at this point in my life where it's like, I need to continue working. I need to continue striving. I need to continue learning. So that way I never get comfortable where I'm at. I can always be better. I can always learn something new. If I've mastered something, it's time to go then master something else. And that is why I love dance so much. Like I tell my students all the time, like being a dancer is like being a doctor. It's continued education. You don't just go, you get your degree and you're done. You have to keep learning. There's always something new. Just like there's always new medicine. There's always a new style coming up. There's always a new dance. There's always a new something. Even with TikTok and everything now, the kids got to keep me relevant. Like, I'm like, all right, show me me this latest TikTok. Exactly, because I don't be knowing none of it. I be feeling out of the loop, honey. And it 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 makes the class more engaging, too. Like, we don't do it all the time. We're very disciplined. I'm very disciplined. Like, yes, we need to get these routines in. We need to work on this technique. We need to build our stamina. Yes, let's do it. But for that moment, I'm like, all right, pull the TikToks out. Teach it to me. Let's do it. Yep. And I, I'm actually kind of thankful for TikTok because it helps the kids be more expressive through dance. That's right. I don't know what these facial... I don't know if TikTok has, like, facial expressions for them, but they be going off with those TikTok facials in my choreography. <laughs> and I just love it. Like, I love it. Or they'll just... They just do it. I'll push play. And they're doing the TikTok dances as their freestyle, which is good because before kids used to just freeze, like they wouldn't know what to do. Oh, I can't, I can't freestyle. I can't, I'm afraid. I can't move. But now they have like that bag of tricks. Oh, I could just do this random TikTok dance and it'll work out for me. So I love that it gives them a tool because I know it can be intimidating to go up there and just put yourself out there and freestyle like that for some people. Well, I'll say this. Um, that was back in the day. Your freestyle is um, what really, really got you the gig. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't. It wasn't the choreographed whatever number that they trying to give you. It was your freestyle that landed you the next audition. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, when I used to audition for, cause I used to have to go in as like a a singer and a dancer. So I used to have to do two talented. I used to have to do both, and I'd be like, dang, I don't really want to. I ain't here for dance right now, but they'd be like, I don't care. You got to freestyle. Or they would be like, you're here for dance. Uh, what are the other things that you can do? And I'd be like, uh. She's like, do you sing? I'm like, mm, here we go. I got to do this. You know, because I used to try to hide. I used to hide that I could sing. You know what I mean? Sometimes when it when it was all dance, about dance, I would hide the other and not do the other. Like, but... As I got older and more acclimated in, you know, auditioning, the auditioning process, um, what mm-hmm. I found is a lot of the times they're not looking for the choreographed material. They're looking for your freestyle. Right. What do you do on a spontaneous uh, the drop of a hat? Like, what does that look the like? Rawness. Yeah. Yep. So these kids, TikTok is teaching them uh, dub smash and thriller. All those things are teaching them to be, yeah. you know, expressive because... And un- unfortunately, we are in the, the 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 era of the phone, the device, the the laptop, the tablet, the iPad, you know, the phone, the watch. Like we're in the era of technology, so a lot of the times our kids are focused on 
you know, looking down and they're not, you know, you know, they're observing and they're watching. So they're not, they're not there. There's an element of the social part that they're not experiencing because they're not having it on, you know, a one-on-one. A, a -on -one. They're having it in, in technology. Their social time is spent looking at a phone or an iPad or laptop. You know what I mean? They're, they're very rarely mm -hmm. it, having a, an actual one-on-one -on -one interaction. So they ha that's where they're learning to be social is through the, the, the technology. And thank God we have the TikTok so that they don't lose um, being spontaneous and so forth. You know what I mean? And then um, the good thing about you um, allowing them to utilize TikTok is um, they feel um, like they have a position. You know what I mean? Right. Because I know my students, like last week, um, we, we started to do some dance, right? And um, and I was like, yo, I really, I want to use this record, um, to this Roddy Rich record, The Box. I want to use it. And I started, I started choreographing, you know, the beginning part. And they're like, no, Miss, you got Miss Spice, you, you, we got to do the dance for this. I'm like, what's the dance? You don't be on TikTok? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like my daughter my daughter be killing it on TikTok but I'm not on there and they were like this is the right. dance let, let me show you and I'm like yeah so they started doing it and I said yo I want all of that and they were like really I'm like yeah I need the whole thing I need the whole beginning and then then, then they were like you know what after that then we can add the, the, the part you was choreographing and I said look now let me show you what, what you guys just did as a choreographer and a person that has to creative direct and like get, you know, get dancers together, get the creative um, ideas going and the vision I see and start placing things around it and then choreograph um, and then have other people use their, their gifts on, on choreogra choreography and shape this thing and steer this boat, steer this thing. Um, that's what you're doing. You're producing right now. And so it was it was a whole nother experience. They're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, this is what this is what I do as a choreographer. This is what I do as a creative director. If I come in as a chore choreographer, I'm just coming in and, and, and looking at the bodies in the room and seeing what choreo would look good on their bodies. I don't be doing no right. I don't be bringing no choreo first and then and then trying to uh, just teach it and feed it to you because not everybody can perform it the way that it needs to be performed. So sometimes I have to actually put choreo on the bodies that's how i work so right um you know and i said so you're doing this this is what i do and this is what you're doing you're not just here to take a dance class you're actually being a part of the process you're being a part of part of what we put together so if we have to perform it you are a part of that that process you are part of the the creative process and they they felt so more they felt they felt more connected than if like mm -hmm. i just gave them a dance routine, and that's it. You know what I mean? So when they have a and job, sure they pay attention. And I'm sure that statement builds their confidence up. Like, oh, yeah. You don't talk about it. Like, you, you need you need confidence in this world, but you also need dance confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's also structure. Like, how do I put together this this thing for an event or this performance for, you know, the stage? How do I do that? And this is the best mm. way to show them. Um What's your biggest influence? My biggest influence? I guess it would have to honestly really be Miss Andrea. Yeah, like, she's amazing. I don't know. It's been 50 plus years, and she's still out here. And she's 
raised all of these wonderful dancers in Boston, out of Boston, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, it's almost like she has the secret sauce. And <laughs> I want to be able to do that. Like, I want to package this secret sauce and just be able to sprinkle it and be like, yep, I did that, like, you know? Well, you, having her as a mentor and having her as your a leader, as your in, your yeah. dance instructor, your choreographer, um, and as a studio owner, um, she 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 duplicated y'all. That's what she mm-hmm. did. That's what she did. And if you could duplicate um, dancers or people, that's that's the most amazing thing. That's why we have to be careful as choreographers, as instructors, as leaders, as people who are, you know, in gift and, um, and, and uh, moving into purpose, we got to be careful. Are we, what we, what, what are we duplicating? You know what I'm saying? What are we duplicating? What are we putting out here? Right. You know what I mean? So that's a kudos to Miss Andrea. Shout out to Miss Andrea. Cause you are amazing. And I love that she was on the podcast. If y'all haven't listened to it, y'all gotta go check the record, man. <laughs> we got, okay. we got, we got, we got uh, Miss Andrea on here. I was blessed to have her on here. What's your specialty or technique uh, that you would say is your is like the one thing that you do the most? I would say definitely hip hop. I do it all the time, every day of the week. Um, <laughs> I have recently been, well, I'm definitely, I'm classically trained. I have done ballet for many, many years. I probably should be in a ballet class. Hopefully this podcast holds me to it. <laughs> um, I've been dabbling in contemporary choreography just because I like the, the style so much. Um, I've done tap. I've done African. I've done modern. Pretty much anything that you can think of, excluding point. Like, I've pretty much tried it all it wasn't easy a lot of some of it wasn't for me but some of it it, every style has taught me something and I think has really made an impact on what I'm trying to shape as my own style you know amen so um what's your what's your like favorite place to be is it the stage is it rehearsals is it classes? Is it doing a tour or events, uh, gigs, parties? Like, what's your favorite place to be? My favorite place to be is behind the stage. Like, I love to create. I love to watch others make my piece come alive. Of course, I love dancing. Don't get me wrong. I love to be on the stage. I love to be a part of the group. I love to solo. I love to do all of that. But I think the best part for me is watching my choreography come to life, watching the story that I've created be told on a stage, choosing the lighting, choosing the dancers, coming up with formations, all of that. Like, that is excites me. Like, I always call myself an artist first because I like to look at the big picture of things. I don't want to just solely focus on the dancing. I want to focus on the acting. I want to focus mm-hmm. on the costumes. I want to focus on the makeup, Amen. the hair. That's you know, creative direction, lighting. baby. Oh my God. That's creative I mean, direction. Love, love, Listen, love if anybody yes. want to hire me, now she a creative director. <laughs> so hire her because she have she have all the skills. Yes. <laughs> yep, I line my kids up. I need them to look uniform. Your underwear is showing. Fix it. That bra strap is out. Fix it. You know, do swoop that edge the other way. Tie your shoe. Why aren't those socks black? Like those little details, they very much matter to me. Amen. Amen. 
because we don't do that. That's another thing. You know, that's one thing I could I, I, I like Kiki and all them would tell you. Don't come in. Don't come in. Uh, don't come in my studio with no head wrap. None of that stuff. You coming yeah. to dance? Come like you gonna go. Like you gonna be about to be on TV. Yes. Okay. I need you in your heels. You know what I'm saying? Because we yes. dance in heels. Okay. We dancing in yes. heels. We dancing. <laughs> I mean, we gotta do some sneakers. We do sneakers. But if all else fails, I'm old school. So we got to start with the heels first. Okay. Because yes. a lot of the times. Say it again. I'm sorry. No, I just love that you brought her up because that's my big sister. She's made a huge impact in my life, too. Yo, Kiki's Kiki, a beast. I love her. She's I a beast. Her. I was literally saying this yesterday. Like, Larissa taught me facial expressions. Kiki taught me, like, discipline. Mm -hmm. And Joe taught me expression. Like, these are the teachers that I've met through Miss Andrea's dance school, among many others, like Miss Nomia, Miss. Miss Nindy, all of them, Miss Tammy, they've all helped shape me in some way or form. But these, those three things that I hold most dear to me, like, was taught to me right there, 1029 Blue Hill Avenue, like. Mm -hmm. Kiki, let me tell you something. Kiki used to come in there, like, Kiki, why you got your scarf on? Take that off. That's not how you're going to perform. You know what I mean? Take it right. off. You got to take it off. Her, Gina, Keenan, Larome, when they had to do this, yep. they had to do a show <clears throat> for, um, I don't know, Rockefeller was doing something, some something we, we had to do down in Worcester. The worst experience, yo. Tire went flat. Like, it was crazy. Oh, my goodness. We got there, and they were supposed to perform. And um, I drilled them, like, the whole entire week. Like, I don't know. I think we had practice. Like, I don't know if we had it every day, but I know we was, I was like, look, you're going to need to be wear some heels. You're going to need to put makeup on. You're going to need to have everything ready for that stage. Take that scarf off. Don't be, you know what I mean? Because I, because by that time, I was always back and forth to either New York or L.A. or doing something in the music industry, singing, and I happened to dance. So I would always have to be done up, ready for a camera. Yeah. And at that time, our dancers weren't there yet. You know what I mean? A lot of the dancers weren't up on that yet. If they weren't moving outside of Boston, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't, you know, that, did, that wasn't, that didn't exist to them. Only people that really knew that that is what you had to, how you had it to, to be, was like Frenchie, Melissa, Jasenia, you know what I'm saying, Maisha, um, and Dara. Like, all of those girls who was out there back and forth to New York and L.A., they knew. Like, okay, I, I can't go to this audition with just my hair and, you know, my, my outfit. Like, I needed to come with full makeup on, like, done up because... They were looking yes. for people ready for the stage. And I tried to tell that the, the best way I could to Gina and uh, Kiki, Keenan, you know, and Larome, that that's how the industry was behaving. Like, that's that's where it was. They they, they no, no longer could you come in as practice. They didn't want to see that. They want to see, like, what they're hiring, right. you know. And I knew that, so I used to always be saying that, like, yo, y'all got to be ready, like, you can't come halfway. Like you got to be ready. Like as if the camera's right there. And um. Pull out. Yeah, right. And don't let me say the other word, cause you know I'll be convicted. I ain't supposed to be saying the bad words. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's up. You right. Full out. You know what I'm saying. But um, <laughs> I think that you know just to see her evolve, and uh, and she's you know the I guess let me tell you this. I came back from L.A. Me and Frenchie had um I think we had E3. And um, it was the first time I was coming to see the dance recital. And, of course, my baby was in it, um, Maddie. 
It was her first recital. Yes. And um, I got to see Franny dance, you know, but I didn't know Kiki was there. Oh, Lord Jesus. I think, <laughs> Kiki, first of all, you know, my bishop was there. So, was, you know, they were like, sit down somewhere. I'm like, nope. As soon as I see, because dance is, a, is like football to me. As soon as I see, you know, our dancers out there killing it. Oh, I'm I'm standing up in the aisles. I'm running my mouth. Like, you know, people just yes. don't understand how much I root for our dancers, right? So Frenchie's doing it. Yo, I be like loud. Like people be like, no, don't, don't. If you're gonna record, move away from Chanel because you she gonna be all in your camera, <laughs> all in the camera, like screaming and you know, like going, like telling them, like I see you, let's go, like you know, like I'm like a coach. So. I see Frenchie, she goes off. Of course, I'm, my mouth, loud mouth. And then I see Maddie. Of course, I cry like a big old baby, you know. And I'm screaming her name and whatever. And then Kiki comes out and does a piece. Oh, no. I'm, like, in the aisle. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, when you're in church and, you know, your your preacher is preaching a word. You, like, you you stand up. And your hands go up, and then like that's how it, that's what dance does for me. It like ministers to me in a way, you know. And so Kiki was doing right. it. I was screaming out now. I said, "You better go, Kiki. You better work, Kiki. Yes, Kiki." Like, and everybody's like, uh, uh, "Like, who? Like, why? Why is she so loud?" Like, <laughs> I was so excited <laughs> to see her, and so proud of her. Like, and I just love her dance. I just love when she dances, and I probably won't ever. Um, bat, like uh, what do, what do you call it? What's the best word to say? I probably won't ever dim that about our dancers. I just won't do it. Like even with Kiwan, like Kiwan goes off. Like you know, like I just everybody, Ricardo, Rhea. Like if if I see Rhea dancing, it's it's a wrap. Like it's a wrap because when she dances, it's like it's supposed to be unexpected that you see your instructor or your mentor out there killing it, and she still be doing it. So when she does it, right. I just be like, oh, no, everything pulls up out of me. And I'll be like, yes, yes, Rhea, you better go off. Like, you know, even it just it doesn't matter. I'm like bossing our dancers. Y'all mean so much to me that when I see you out here, oh, oh, don't be trying to, you know, what I'm saying tell me to be quiet. My only person that don't like it is my daughter. She gets embarrassed. But I don't care. When I see our dancers out right. here going off, you're going to hear my mouth for real because I love what we do, I love what we've become. I love where we're going, and I'm and I'm proud to be, you know, up, up amongst our dancing. So I'm gonna keep being y'all's number one cheerleader for sure. You know, um, what's your what's been a a part of your struggle in dance? Has it been the money? Has it been the dance crews? Has it been um, relationships, location? Um, what what's been the hardest struggle uh, in dance for you? Honestly. Um... I think it's my dance confidence that would definitely be the biggest struggle for me because, you know, it's the truth. The dance world is intimidating. And as dancers, we're taught to be, you have to be cocky, but you have to be humble at the same time. And sometimes I think I just forget what it is that I bring to the table when I see what everyone else is bringing and everyone else is going off and Mm. they're putting it out there for everyone to see. And they're not ashamed of it. And it's beautiful to watch. And it's just like, dad like okay I gotta do it too I gotta do it too but like I have mm. to do it as me I, you know yeah and I, I was just about to say that that's where I'm at that's where I'm at right now I'm really trying to like build my dance confidence 
you know, add those tricks to my bag. What separates me from the dancer next to yep. me? Because you know yep. how we were taught, like, oh, um, I got five girls who could do what you could do. So what makes you special? Like, you know, what can you do? Or that was a way of disciplining us. You want to yep. talk? There's six girls behind you who can do this piece, too, who know this number. So that's, that's my biggest struggle. I'm being real open right now, girl. Now, um, now, now let me tell you this. And I'm going to tell you what you what, what, what tools... Um, you know, I got, and you know, that I would, can help or I hope it contributes to you finding your way. When you go in the mirror, right, and you dance, what I do is I pick myself apart, not in a negative way. I pick myself apart like, all right. Right. Um, I don't know, because I guess because I can see um, ahead. So I can see, like, I could go in a room and it'd be 15 dancers and I could tell you who got it. Like, mm. I could tell you what they're going to do after this. Like, I could see how far they gonna go like i can see the branding i can see all of that and i've been able to do that for a very long time since young and when i i don't know how to i didn't know how to separate it from myself and from the artist because i would struggle with it i'd be like all right i'm the artist and i know i bestow dance and singing and i know i can do them well both of them it's not like one is better than the other i can do them well both of them and the main thing that I used to think about when I was training or continue to train to be better is to the desire and the hope. You got to have desire and hope. And you got to, when you go in the mirror, you got to be like, all right, with my desire and with my hope, what can I do to be set apart? Because I have this quality, I have this quality. And tell yourself all the qualities that you have. But what can I do with those qualities to set apart? So I would I would spend a lot of time dancing and looking at, at myself, everything in the mirror, down to technique, down to arms, down to um, energy, and, and assess the song. Whatever I'm dancing to, I assess that song. Like, I pick it apart. I'm like, yo, right here, I need to have, this is the climax of the song, so the energy got to be right there. Right. You know what I mean? I'm telling y'all all the tricks. Hey. And um <laughs> and and uh when the song starts out, what am I doing? Am I taking them along for the ride? And am I evoking emotion out of these people that are watching? Because when you watch so for example, um I think more so now than ever I've been um I've been doing uh dance hall and soca, but mainly soca, right? And with Soka, I know how to tap into somebody's energy level. So I know what they're going to be attracted to when they walk by the window of my class, where they're going to stop. As soon as they mm. see certain songs or certain movement, I've been able to really give you a facial, give you the energy, and I know exactly what to do at that moment. And I think a lot of dancers, we forget, oh, when I'm doing this routine, we, 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 it's an imbalance of the routine. We don't keep it popping from the beginning to the end. We forget. We, somewhere it falls apart. Or not falls apart, but like the energy drops. So if you could watch in the mirror when you're doing your thing, or just even record yourself doing it from start to finish, where my desire and where my hope is, if I fall short, in this section, I, I dropped my desire and I dro- dropped my hope. 
If I felt, if I, if I, am like, if I climax right here, I'm giving all that energy. What do I have to do to balance this entire routine out, this entire song out? And you watch yourself, you record yourself three times. You re, you record yourself um, doing it, and then you record yourself perfecting what you just did. Then record it a second right. time, and you watch yourself, and then you go back, and you go, okay, well, I, I, I did better here. Now where else? And you comb through it until you can get to the finished product, where it's from top to bottom, where it needs to be. Then you'll start realizing, all right, I need to put that sauce right here, and it looks good right here. And then when, pe when people see it, they're going to say, oh, she about to give it this stank right here. Like, we already know she about to be stank with it. And you got to know your style of dance. Like, I know if you throw on a dance hall and you give me some choreo to it, it's a wrap. Like, don't give me no choreo for some dance hall. You about to be okay. like, uh, <laughs> uh-oh. Like, for real, for real. No like, more. right. Like, you about to see, like, the whole bit. I mean, even, I do that with all other dance. I mean, it's been a long time since I've had to learn someone else's choreo and do it and perform it um, because I'm so used to doing, like, you know, other stuff. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm used to doing, right. like, the stuff I'm, I'm put in place to do. So it's hard for me to, like, you know, buckle down and do somebody else's choreo. Because I've been so trained to do, like, all right, Chanel, you got to do this. And I'm like, all right, I got to work over here, you know? Um, but I would say that that's the one thing I would suggest is record yourself three times and ask yourself each time you do it, where's your desire and where's your hope? Like, did you did you dance as if, like, your lights is about to get cut off or, like, you need that, you need this to survive? Because we don't think about that either. Do you think about that when you dance? Like, I can't, if I do this dance this one time, is it the last time that people see me? Am I, am I giving it like the last? All the time. So when I you, have, do, you re, do. do you record yourself when you do it? I record myself through the choreography progress and then like, not necessarily like during the practicing part, but I think mm -hmm. that's where I could make the change definitely. Because I feel, I feel like this, like, um, like when I watch you dance, your energy's crazy. And I think like once you once you realize where your niche is in certain songs, like we we have this culture now that everybody dances to everything. Mm -hmm. We literally do. Whereas back in the day, you you zoned in on a a particular. Like so if you watch Stacks, you are you familiar with Stacks? No. All right, so when you get when you when Sax comes to funk, watch what he does. Like he like even Trey. I just watched Trey the other day on some videos, and it was like an old he was doing an old routine, but he still knew where to execute certain choreo. And if like and I give you another example when I watched um, Funk do their Halloween um, uh, like routine. And it was like everybody's in right. costumes or whatever. I watched who no no this to nobody else because I love you all. Y'all know this and don't play with me. Don't start no drama either. Um, when I watched it and I combed <laughs> through it, cause you know I don't 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 have me bark at y'all, but I love you. I love y'all. But when I was watching, what stood out the most and who who stood out the absolute most was Zay and uh, my sister, um, they and Jazzy. So the two of them stood out the most because they married it.
You know what I mean? Not because they're, you know, right. not, not, I'm talking about as individuals. Because Jazzy married it and I watched her the most. Like, she married it. She married the choreo, the energy, the, the performance. She married it all. And she took it and she, she like spit it back out at you. It's like when Cha-Cha, a Chachi goes off. Like, you know what I mean? She does it effortlessly. You know what I mean? She seems to master her style. And I think we try to figure out whose style we need to learn from. And we, haven't, we don't master our style, like what we do. Like I know it took, it took like Ricardo and Tony Tucker and, you know, Tariq Campbell to be like, yes, you know, you need to focus more on dance hall because that's where your, your strength is. And I'm like, what? Man, get out of here. I'll I be dancing. I'll be doing my thing. They're like, nah, yo, you have like this other, this other flavor in dance hall and Caribbean dance where you just come alive. And I'm like, I didn't I didn't really understand what they meant until I started watching myself dance for Dance Hall and Soka. And I'm like, oh. I mean, I know it's part of my culture, but I really never paid attention to it because I was so used to doing all these other dance. You know what I mean? These dance styles. So I just right. would say, I would say look at your hope and desire and and watch yourself, like record yourself in stages so you could see like, all right, right here, like, when we do it with my artists and I record, I'm like, all right, you need to clean this up. This has to be in sync. And we and I still keep drilling them and drilling them and drilling them. But, you know, I post stuff up just to post it up because I know, you know, he's he's working. And I like for people to see the process versus, you know, a finished, cleaned up, pretty part. Nah. I want you to see you in his rawness when his feet ain't right or his arms ain't right or the timing is off and all of that. Because best believe, when he hits the stage, ain't going to be none of that. You know? Okay. Ain't going to be none of that. Like, we, we ain't hitting no stage until you on, 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 on one. You know? And so I think with you, because you're, you're so used to teaching, um, it's hard for us to realize, okay, wait, where's, our, where's, our, um, where's that thing we like to do, that, that one thing? Like, that girl, Janelle, she does, like, the whole queen... Um, she does all the heels, the stilettos, and all of that. Oh, Aaliyah Janelle? Mm-hmm. She has mastered yeah. doing hip-hop and sexy in one thing. Literally. Like, she would hit a, a hip-hop set with a sexy heel. Like, she's mastered it. She knows what she, You know what I mean? And, and there's not... Like, she, can, she knows her energy level. She knows all of those things. And we need to tap into who we are as a dancer... And, and and run that like you know like um another another example is uh I'm trying to think of let's see Abdul Abdul is another person who knows his style of dance he knows his body he knows where right. he needs to execute where he needs to give that energy um Rachel Buffer um same person does knows exactly where she needs to put that energy where it needs to go what it needs to give, like, um, who else? Aaron, Aaron Ryan is the same way. Hibbs is the same way. Like, um, just so many different people, like, um, trying to think who else, um, that I know when they dance, like they know it's like they treat it like a sport, you know, you stretching all of that and they be like mad composed and then they go off like that's, I've seen, I think that we also forget that, um, when we're doing certain, um, styles, 
you know how we how we we're so focused on the actual style of it that we don't individualize it we don't personalize it you know as much like we tr- we don't we that's like the we forget to do it right away you know what i mean cuz we're so used to mm-hmm. just learning it and then all right how can we learn it and then make it ourselves like you know what i mean we we, f- we focus first on it i think sometimes if you take yourself out of that and just go like all right i know i know i need to know this piece but let me personalize it first do it in reverse see how that feels you know um let me see what is also your where is travel dance taking you in in terms of travel like have you traveled all over you know the u.s dancing if so where has dance taken you i haven't traveled yet and i'm heavy on the yet put it in cat yep we in existence speak it into existence yes do what you have to like i haven't i've definitely like gone to like New York for an audition or Washington DC for an audition. But as far as like, I'm a part of this production, we're traveling, we'll be in the city. Haven't done that yet. And that is a goal I do have on my goal list. Absolutely. Dope. What's your, um, what's your favorite part about the business? Is it the money? Is it the, you know, the rehearsals? Is it the, you know, the, the, the location, is it the relationships that you build? Um, is it, you know, the events and shows and performances? What's the favorite part, your favorite part about the business? Um, definitely the performances. I love to see the final project, but also the growth. Because after everything that you do, somehow it, is, it has helped to shape you or change you or helped you grow. Like, mm-hmm. So I think the growth is really important, too, because... People, you, if you watch people from the first time they went on tour to here they are now, four or five years down the line, it's a different person. Yeah, yeah. It's a veteran. It's someone who knows what to do, knows where to stand, knows how to perform. Same thing on the stage. When you've done a production once and you've done another production, you see the difference. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I really do. Now, um, what do you have that's up and coming that we can stay connected to? So... Um, my choreography will be in Miss Andrea's annual Black History Month performance, Sankofa. Yes. At the Strand. Yes. I won't personally be in it, which is unfortunate, but my choreography is in there. We have new pieces coming. Um, there's a step piece. There's a contemporary piece. There's a few contemporary pieces. Um, there's a little cute little bops. There's bops in there, you know, um, and then I'm also performing in Funk Phenomenon's first ever production, Funk World, again at the Strand Theater hey. on February 29th. I'm very excited for these two upcoming performances. And that's pretty much what I got working. I have new choreography coming. I know people are like on my Instagram, like, you're always posting other people's choreography. Where's your choreography? That's definitely coming. Like, I'm, de- I'm rebranding myself hey. and all of that. I'm working hard. I want to, I've been working on a lot of new things and I want to come out with a bang, but you know what I mean? It has to be, it has to be right. I'm not about to put anything that is not 150% out there. I know that's right. So, so, um, are you doing what you love? Absolutely. Like I'm at work right now. Don't tell my boss. Oh my God. But um, (laughs) this is my, this is what keeps the lights on for now. You know, what pays the rent. 
But my passion and what I love to do, I do it from when I leave work. I go to work from 7 to 4, and from 4 to whenever I decide to go to bed, I'm I'm doing what I love, and that's dancing. Amen. It's like um, every day except for Monday. And what, what does commitment mean to you in d- dance, career, life, and love? Commitment means no matter how hard it is, you're going to still be there. You're going to still be working at it. No matter if it makes you happy one day, it makes you sad the next day. The fact that it makes you feel something means you're in the right place, you know? Mm. Mm. That's what commitment means to me. Like I told you, this is the only thing that I've managed to be so committed to from the age of six to now. Like, And that's that's real because, I mean, I ain't going to lie. Like, I, I, I had that hard question um, at the, you know, last year, you know, I had that question for myself, like, you know, like, what am I, what am I, what is, what, am, what is my commitment to? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, what do people, when they see me, what am I committed to? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you talk about, uh, love interests and stuff like that and relationships with people, like, especially if you're try- wanting to get into a relationship, what do people see that you're committed to? And then they'll be able to tell yeah. you whether or not they fit in your life you know right um and for me like it's a package deal dance comes with it yes yeah, i will oh, be yeah. at rehearsal until 12 o'clock in the morning or until they tell me i can leave like is that something that you can handle is that something that you're okay with right if not then you're not the man for me i know that's right listen it's all or nothing buddy <laughs> um okay what's um what's your social media uh, that we can stay connected to so we can find your mina mondays hey at mina monday catch me always on a monday like i'm there i'm there every day but and i love 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 to see what other people are doing you should see me i'm in everybody's comments i'm hyping you <laughs> i'm posting you like because I love to see talented people do what their talent is, whether it's dancing, singing, mm-hmm. cooking, drawing, acting, spoken word, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's them flipping a cup. If you flip that cup with conviction, I'm hyping you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, is it, is it um, Mina Mondays or is it Mina on, um, on Instagram? No, it's Mina Monday. Okay. So M I N A and then Monday. All right. So y'all know where to find her um, on social network. Yes. Um, and also, do you have a website that we could stay c- tapped into, or just the, the Instagram? Not yet, girl. Not okay, yet, we got to say. Y'all heard her. She said not yet. Bold. All right. So, bold, yeah. so y'all know Mina Mondays. Is it Mondays or Monday? Monday. Okay. So M I N A M O N D A Y on Instagram. And um, yes. what's your um, what's your your message that you want to leave people? Um, I guess just be your most authentic self in a world like I really think it's so important to be who you are. There is no perfect dancer. There is no cutout for like this is how a dancer should be, and mm-hmm. that's why I love dance so much. That's why I love art so much. It's expressive. It's what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. As long as your technique is good and you're pointing your feet are pointed. <laughs> but <laughs> I just, I really, like, I want people to be themselves and not be afraid to be themselves. Like, they, it sounds cliche, but there's so many people in this world, but literally there is only one you. Mm-hmm. 
you know you heard what she said just be the best authentic you you can be you know and y'all have it like you you got it you we were blessed to have um miss mina and i can't wait for you guys to see what she has coming up next check out her pieces in sankofa check out her pieces in uh funk world and much more but stay connected to her on instagram uh mina monday you guys heard it here dancers report season two let's go Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the realest in the building, in the building. Yeah, I'm keeping it, keeping it legit. I'm the realest in the building, in the building. I don't fake it, I tell you the real shit. Ain't no player, no betrayer. Not gonna change up my way. Miss 5678 Dances Report Podcast.